Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Um, as you can see, I've done a rebrand. Bricks and Clicks to me felt um, very staunchy. It was like I was so limited to only talk about Amazon and Walmart and retail when really, although financially that makes up, you know, I don't know, 99% of my world, um, it's 1% of what I post on social media. Isn't It's interesting, isn't it? I can still get clients and be me. I can still get clients and show up authentically. So as I'm working on putting some new things out into the world that is not retail related in any way, and um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. Um, anyway, I, I figured it was time for a rebrand to just have this be a podcast for me where I get to fully show up in whatever way I want and talk about whatever I want. And if it resonates with you, fantastic. I hope that you continue to listen. And if it doesn't, feel free to not. That's fine too. So sometimes I'll talk about what's happening in our retail world. Um, I have some upcoming shows scheduled with some of our team. So we'll be talking about Amazon Prime Days. We'll be talking about um, how to prepare for the next season, um, all kinds of fun, juicy stuff for retail. And then sometimes I'm just going to talk about what's happening in my world, all the changes that I've been through. Um, sometimes I'm going to bring guests onto the podcast that have absolutely nothing to do with sales. It's so exhilarating. So here we are, my first guest that has absolutely nothing to do with sales or retail or business, uh, Taylor Jackson. Taylor is my longtime facial esthetician, skin witch, goddess, guru, magician. Um, I swear to God, I look 10 years younger just from regularly seeing her. Um, she uses Eminence products. This is not a sales pitch. This is not a pitch for Eminence. Um, I'm just telling you what I've done with her for the last two years. And what's really interesting is it's not about the facial. It's not about getting on the table and having someone touch you and put moisturizer on your face. What it's about is what comes up during our time together, the deep work that we're doing. Um, sometimes I'm crying on her table for 30 minutes. It's like therapy. And so Taylor and I have both been going through for about the last year or so, some very similar things in our relationships. Um, Taylor and I lead incredibly different lives. Um, she's much younger than me, not 20 years, but maybe 15 years younger than me. She's like my little sister. Um, and so it's interesting to watch her as she steps into motherhood, steps, stepping away from being a wife um, and from the governmental thing we call marriage. Um, how she's given me so much permission to live life so authentically, to rewrite the rules. And she's helped me, oh my God, so many ways from the first, hey, maybe you should, you know, connect with a therapist and start talking about your relationship with her to um, moving Derek and I into marriage and sex therapy together to watching us open up our relationship 
to holding me as I dealt with, um, and I don't mean physically holding me, but holding space for me as I dealt with um, all of the feelings that came up with us opening our relationship. And then at the end, um, you know, him leaving and the feelings of abandonment that I felt. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast and it's going to get you up to speed with where we are right now where we're talking about sitting down into our being, sitting down into our souls, sitting down into who we really are so that we can deal, so we can deal with all the hard things. Hope you enjoy. Hi, would you like to draw a card? Yeah. Awesome. Go ahead. What does it say? Um, Willow, interconnection. Mm. Interconnection. Of course. Of and course willow trees are my favorite. <gasps> oh, sweet. Of yeah. course. Um, so I have this whole book. I don't want to read it, but um, the willow tree trees are medicine for being grounded and um, really connecting in. And whenever you draw the willow card, what I saw from you was definitely this energy coming out and around you and like pulling, pulling that in. Mm. And uh, before we started recording, I mentioned I needed more cuteness in my life and I saw <laughs> it like light up. And you were like pulling that in, like watching this vision for like, it's like you were envisioning for me this, this magic and pulling that in and holding that space. Mm. Um, so that interconnectedness is a perfect card that you bring up today that you receive, um, which just flows perfectly. Cause of course it does. It always does. Are you going to draw a card? I actually have. Oh, um, you I already drew did. two. Yes. Um, the one for that I received. Um, is nettle and it's for receiving it's really great in teas um it is mm -hmm. an herb and um the herb medicine comes in and really shows us i don't i honestly don't know a whole lot about nettle all i know is the word that it says receiving here um which is very fitting because i'm i'm in this receiving ship place that that's where i'm at that the divine feminine is here to receive and that's where i've transformed it's where i'm kind of shifting into leaning into that support um, that's available within my own structure and within myself. And um, even as I was getting ready today, had it been 80 degrees and sunny outside, I was going to wear like my thigh high boots and my cute little dress and um, like really embodying what I felt like sexy and juicy and sharing was. And then as I was like getting ready, it's like brushing my hair and I was like, no, I'm going to start with brushing my teeth. And I got this whole download as to what, what is it you really want? And I'm like, I want to be warm and I want to be like comfortable, but I also want to feel sexy and juicy. And so like my underwear and my bra match and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then I put on like my cleanest dirty jeans and I'm like, oh, that feels real good, real comfortable, nice and warm. And then I realized that receiving this feeling that I want, this, this experience that I want to have, receiving it is really easy. All I had to do is just decide what I wanted and allow that to come through because I could have changed my outfit 87 times <laughs> I could have, and we're not even like nobody's gonna see me yeah <laughs> I've done that recently too uh -huh. and I could have changed my outfit 87 times and really what I wanted to do all I needed to do is channel that feeling that I got from wearing the sexy boots and I can wear my cute leopard print sneakers and my cleanest dirty jeans I actually took them off by the door <laughs> uh <laughs> I just checked out her feet um, but, and I can do that from there and being open to receive that. So Doesn't that, that feel good? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the missing piece. Mm. We, um, we tried to schedule this 
uh, this session a couple times, mm-hmm. and it just kept falling through. And I was like, we're miss- maybe we're just missing something. And um, I received it this morning that I needed to come in with a soft heart, which is why the um, I brought the cacao. Um, to share that in that space of that soft heart mm. because but up until now I feel like I was like blazing through and setting in that masculine you can definitely like smell it P.S. we have cacao we do <laughs> you can see but Taylor has brought these really beautiful handcrafted mugs mm. they're white and on the outside there are blue speckles that look kind of like raindrops but really much bluer like a blueberry and inside there are rings rings around the cup and my cup has a super cute little chip um on the side and a gold handle and taylor's cup is the same yes um i actually have a set there's three of them and it's uh the gold the gold rim is or the gold handle is really what stood out for me they're my fancy cacao beverages when I go somewhere and I'm like, nope, this is the vibe that I want to hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way it like conditions my brain that every time I use this cup, I got it from uh, the home goods store. So cute. Yeah, shopping with my grandma. I really love that they're uneven. Yeah. There's a cuteness to them. There is. Um, I should probably announce who we are. Oh, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to announce a podcast name because I'm not quite sure where this will live. Um, and I don't norm, by the way, I'm Jennifer Ruskin and I don't normally do podcast recordings in person. I've really only done a handful of these in person and every time they're super magical. They're really fun. There's a, an energy to be shared when you're sitting across from like a real life human versus being on zoom Mm -hmm. and doing things through airwaves frequency waves I'm not sure what that is but anyway um and I'm sitting across from Taylor Townsend yeah well actually Taylor Jackson I think I'll keep Taylor Jackson Jackson, we can just go Taylor for now Taylor Taylor. I'm not owned by anyone I'm like I'm not quite sure what your last name is it felt (laughs) weird to say that um Taylor has been my uh facial lady my skin witch for like what two years now yeah it's been like two and a half years it's been a long time since I met you that a dope beats a step too. And my skin is amazing because of Taylor. Um, my boyfriend and I always joke because it takes me like literally 60 seconds to get ready in the morning. Right. <laughs> With the lash extensions, I just throw a little gloss on and put a little beautiful like eminence magic on my skin and I'm off, which is amazing. Yes. I feel like that's one of, that's really honestly what I did today. I put on some eye cream and some moisturizer and I'm like, let's go put a little mascara. Uh-huh. We're, we're rocking and rolling. I love it. Um, that's really been my uh, place. I feel like that's been our, our place that we've fostered together is like really focusing on that inner beauty and that inner confidence and being able to bring that out and remembering that we're badasses and we get to just wake up like that. Yeah. And, uh, we don't have to hide behind gobs of makeup and concealer. And And you can wear makeup and you can do all of that if you want to, but if you're just doing it because you're supposed to or Mm -hmm. doing it because somebody tells you to, there's, (laughs) there's no fun in that. No, I have felt if we follow the lines of like unmasking, I felt like, um, well, number one, you're probably listening and you're like, why does Jen have her facial lady on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> because it's much deeper than that. Um, Taylor's sessions are more like therapy mixed with 
like going to a really cool tarot reader uh, mixed with like divine touch of like having a connection with the divine. And so every time I see her, which is frequently, it's every other week, we have these amazing sessions together where spirit pulls through and there's been this common thread between our lives. Although Taylor and I live very different lives in very different spaces, there's been this thread between the two of us every other week that we get to kind of reconnect and rekindle. And then that's when the magic pours through and Taylor helps channel me and her into the next step of our lives, into the next step of our creations. Mm -hmm. And so today we thought we would share some of that. And Taylor's already had some amazing juicy downloads on the way here, I guess. (laughs) I was, um, I was getting ready and I'm like, okay, well actually what had happened was this morning, my daughter, I have a 10 month old at home and she was up every two to three hours last night, um, and drinking five, six ounce bottles every single time she woke up. I think she's going through a growth spurt. She's almost, she's almost one. I think that's just what's happening. And so she was doing that, and um, honestly, I just get to the point I kind of just sleep through it, where I'm just kind of doing it half asleep. I'm like, okay, and I'm like, I don't know how many times you woke up, but it was a lot last night. Um, And so I get up, I'm kind of grumpy, but then she's being sweet and playful, and I'm like, okay, okay, we'll just be sweet and playful. And then I get some laundry together, and I go do laundry and take her to daycare, and then I was back and forth. I'm like, I'm going to yoga. I'm not going to yoga. I'm going to yoga. I'm not going to yoga. I'm Okay, I'm going. And then I show up and I don't even go, but I went to work and talked to some people and I had, I had to be there, um, had some interactions with, um, some of the other staff that just needed to happen. They just needed me to be there. And, uh, that's how everything works for me, by the way. It's all just divinely led and I'm supposed, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be all the time. And, um, then I reached out to the yoga instructor who was just doing her own flow and was still there like 30 minutes later. And I'm like, hey, are you available for like a later class? Can we do this in like 30 minutes? And she's like, yeah, totally. And so we show up and it, it, it really encompassed all of the portions of yoga, like the taking care of ourselves. And we got to release like emotionally. And so we connected and we did yoga and, and we were doing things like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I sat with her until like it was literally 1.30 and I'm in my pajamas because that's how I like to do yoga. Is like I just show up. I'm like, I'm a hot mess, but I'm here. And um, I'm like, okay, I feel complete. I'm ready to go home. And then it was like the moment that I got into my car and I started driving to my house. I got the download as to what I was going to wear and the download as to like how, like what was supposed to be coming through and how to be open to it. Um, and yeah, like I was saying, I felt like in the last couple weeks, um, I feel like we've been moving through things really strong and really forcefully and like creating, making way and creating way for what we were creating, creating that path. Um, Cause I feel like that's how we we're trailblazers. And so we're coming through and we're burning this path down and we're like, all right. And then I felt myself like sit down into it. I'm like, but what really needs to come through today? Mm-hmm. Where are we really at? And what came back was our conversation last week where I feel like we're in the gap of one um, project or one cycle has kind of ended and we're right before that next one. And we've been so conditioned to skip over that, to like skip like rocks over the top of that and mm-hmm. start the next thing. Otherwise we're unproductive and we're whatever, rather than delving into that deep process of like the grief that this cycle has ended 
and the sometimes exhaustion of starting something new and like leaning into that and allowing that going deep process to bring us out so we feel cleansed and refreshed to start something new. And that's really what was coming through today and to really make sure that I come through with like an open, soft heart that I don't have to show up very rigid in my knee-high boots and my sexy dress mm. to, to feel that juicy and allow that energy to flow through. I can literally just make the decision, this is how I want to feel, this is what I want to experience, this is how I want it to be, and then I get to dress however I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that that, that portion is, what is um, what's coming through, that everything is a decision. Everything is an intention. Everything we do is really planting seeds. Um, I was telling somebody recently, went to Hot Springs this weekend to see my best friend, and I I, I had something in my car that I I needed. And I didn't need it at the time that I put it in the car, but I needed it then. And I'm like, damn, I'm feeling so supported by past Taylor. Like, she's so cool. She's got my back. (laughs) And allowing myself to be supported in that way. Yeah all the time and then sharing showing up from that space yes yeah yes so many things are pouring Mm. through me too like when you say this so one thing I'm thinking that an experience just from this morning and just from your changing clothes example sometimes the juicy allows us to be open Mm -hmm. so I was thinking about just this morning um it was our first three or four day our first event um of my boyfriend and I having an overnight with the kids like this all being underneath one house and familying together and so this morning he uh the boyfriend got out of bed made coffee he likes to kind of just sit and be with himself in the morning sometimes he listens to a podcast but he like kind of gets the house going like he starts he starts the coffee And I could smell the coffee and I fell back asleep and I don't know, 30 minutes or an hour later, he comes in and we had completely amazing connected sex. It was so great. And, and I am sitting here feeling so open and relaxed and cozy, like your sweater and and I'm wearing a beanie. (laughs) But it was, it was probably because of that interaction this morning, that, that juiciness, that mm-hmm. openness that then allows me to continue to feel open. And then that same vein of feeling so supported mm-hmm. of him putting all the suitcases on the car and him making sure that it was all strapped down properly so that we could drive back home. And him, when we got here, like, um, not commanding, but like, interacting with the the kids and ha- having the boys step up and mm-hmm. be manly and be in their masculine and help bring all the luggage inside so I could just be there to open it and receive it and put it yes. up. God, these are amazing feelings that I know you and I haven't had a lot of, of experiencing these feelings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I feel like in my own relationship, even uh, my partner and I are separating and um, we're actually, we are getting divorced. It, it feels really weird to say that because yeah. our, like we're legally removing the government from our relationship yeah. and like we're still <laughs> continuing our relationship. So it's really, mm. um, it's really interesting to see and to see how like when I let go of the control, I, I've used this analogy like three times in the last 36 hours. So um, I have been told I'm a type A person apparently. 
Um, and I like full spectrum A, all the way from like negative A, all the way to positive A, all of it. I'm here for all of it. And I had all of like that, that, that desire of wanting an A person as well, like an A partner, mm-hmm. wanting that in a partner. And I was like, you know, um, due to like our, my conditioning and all of these things that I believed could or couldn't happen, I put that in a box and I put that under my emotional baggage. And then I decided to wear all of my emotional baggage. I'm a, I'm a bigger set girl and all of that's melting away. And, um, and so I put all of that deep within me. Mm-hmm. And then recently I pulled out that little box again. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, Taylor's an A. Taylor wants all of A. And then Anthony is over here and he's amazing. And he is so like strong and supportive and um, shows up and gives me everything I desire, except he's R. And this entire existence of our relationship that's been 15 years, he said, girl, I'm an R. But you want A. I see you, and you're valid, and I know you want A. But if you, like, close your eye and turn your head a little bit, it's, uh, my R looks <laughs> an like R an R can a. look like an A. Yeah. It looks like an A, especially if you, like, do your A's that are curved and not pointy, and uh-huh. girl, you're curvy. So, like, your A is curvy. It, it looks like an A. And I'm like, boy, you're so smart. It does look like an A. <laughs> and he's like, yes, and the positive is totally the same as, like, an A positive. And, like, the negative is totally the same as, like, negative on an A, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, okay. And so then that happens, and then we get together, we break up, we get together, we break up, and then we spend, I spend our relationship molding him and shaping him and pushing him into an A, and I'm like, A's act like this, and he's like, okay, cool. And so I'm like putting like a pointy um, mountain over the top of my head with my hands, you know, YMCA, um, and he's over here, and, he, and he's like, yeah, A's feel really good, and then I disappear into the woods for the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I come back, and he's like, oh, it happened, and he's I'm like, an what? And he's like, I'm an R, <laughs> and his leg kicks back out, and he's like, yep, I'm an R, oh. and so then we have to spend time again to mold him back into an A, and yeah. then I realize I'm angry and resentful, and I'm like, bro, um, I've been molding you into an A, and you're an R. And he's like, I've always been an R. I'm like, oh, you've always been an R. Oh, yeah. I've always been an A. And so then coming into that, like, realization has been, like, so supportive. Because then I'm showing up like me. And I'm like, hmm, it feels real good to receive in an A like this. And he's like, it feels good to receive in an R. And then we get to meet up mm-hmm. when it works. When I'm feeling are today it's kind of like the difference between you know vanilla cake and german chocolate every single day i want german chocolate cake with the really good frosting and the coconut and the and the pecans and whatever but you know every once in a while totally want vanilla cake and 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 i feel like it's it's that difference in allowing ourselves to have what we want Mm. and being open and being soft-hearted and i feel like that's what's shifted in the last couple weeks is being soft and trusting that we are supported because, in case you didn't know, we are always supported. We always have what we desire, and it's de- it's a decision. We're, we create our realities. So if we're stuck in our heads and stuck in this reality that, oh, I'm not receiving, I'm not um, – I'm, I'm, my partner does this or doesn't do that or shows up for me or doesn't show up for me or, or, or whatever's going on, going back inward and realizing I'm making this decision, what do I want to feel right now? Mm. and allowing ourselves to receive from that place because that's where people show up for us or and or and they tell us that they're not aligned Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that's what's happened recently where Anthony's like you know dude 
um we call each other dude and bro all the time it's really weird um but I'm like dude or he said that to me he's like is it weird that I'm happier now and I'm like no as I start to like feel myself get like a little emotional because I'm like mm-hmm. I'm happier now too and I'm totally okay with it and I'm totally okay with receiving this way I feel more supported in our relationship than ever um and especially moving forward co-parenting like yeah but um he was like you know I never asked you for what I wanted. I never allowed myself to receive in that way. And he's like, mm-hmm. and you've shown me how I can do that. And I don't ever desire to show up in that way. And I'm like, oh, never. And he's like, no, that's just not my jam. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have to change you. I don't have to fix you. I don't have to mold <laughs> you. You're an R. Cool. Awesome. And he's like, there's nothing that you could have done, basically. Mm. There's nothing that you could have done to make me have shown up for you in the way that an A needed. And so that really, like, it it felt like it released me. Not only did it release him, but it also, like, released me. Um, so that way we could truly be open mm-hmm. to what it is that we desire. And I don't have to control him. Yeah. I don't have to go in and be like, okay, but... Like, why? <laughs> why don't you want to dig a little deeper? Why don't you want to do those things? Because his experience is completely valid. And what he wants is valid. And just because I would do it differently doesn't mean he's wrong. So I'm also experiencing the same things in a different vein. Um, I also just went through a separation and divorce as of, like, exactly a month ago. We were, we're officially divorced. And same story as you, he wants to feel things in a different way than I guess I, I don't even know where to start there. What I kept hearing as you were talking to me about Anthony was our men have a lot of wounding and trauma that they are not choosing to deal with. Yeah. And even when they do start to choose to deal with it, it's years of processing and healing typically that happens. I mean, you can fast track anything, but you and I have been in the healing space for a long time. Mm -hmm. We've been working on ourselves for years and years. It's not a lifetime. Mm -hmm. We also came in with, I feel, a little bit more wisdom than the average human, Mm -hmm. right? And so we can't force our partners to be what we want them to be, what we need them to be, what we can see that's deep inside of them that they can be. Mm -hmm. We don't get to force that. And so what I found in my pretty short life, I'm not 40 yet, but what I've found through multiple partners and, and two long decade relationships is that there's cycles for everything. Now, I do believe there can be, you know, true love's kiss and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And that you can be partnered throughout your life with one person. But what I've seen is that it takes two people that are willing to constantly put in the work. Mm-hmm. that are willing to show up. that are willing to have the difficult conversations. And I have not experienced that yet mm-hmm. in this lifetime. A partner that's willing to get in there and do the work. So as you introed in this podcast for us (laughs) and you were talking about that space between the space between something ending and something beginning the space between the transitions um you may be feeling a stronger more clear definition of the space between than i am Mm -hmm. 
where with my boyfriend, I met him while married. Mm -hmm. We had opened up our relationship in November. We both dated a lot of people, and he was one of the first few, three, I think he was the third one, that I met. And so there hasn't been a clear space between, but I'm definitely feeling the emotional work and I'm uh, so far have chosen not to process it mm-hmm. and it's coming up. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting in my house last week and the house, I really want to say my boyfriend's name. I keep trying to say it and it doesn't come. Anyway, he and I were talking about this the other day, how I hate to be alone in this house. Mm-hmm. This house is big and when there's no humans or dogs or anything in here and it's just me and it's quiet. It makes me literally my nervous system just like cannot calm down. Mm-hmm. I want to feel other humans in the house. I want to feel maybe I want the distraction, mm-hmm. truthfully. Mm-hmm. I want the distraction of all the other I'm just going to say it. I want the distraction <laughs> of all the other humans in the house or the laundry. But eventually all that stuff is done and there's no one here but me. And I sit in the feeling of feeling abandoned, mm-hmm. feeling left feeling lonely, mm-hmm. feeling like I didn't choose this, someone else chose it, mm-hmm. and never in my life have I ever been left. Mm-hmm. Now, I've left people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've never been left. And so it's been such a great lesson um, and a great experience, although it's painful and it hurts and it sucks, um, as a human to get to feel what abandonment feels like. Mm-hmm. And hopefully to, to not pass that feeling on to someone else. And I may, I may make my children feel abandoned or my future partner or my whoever. Um, but it's definitely something that I acknowledge I need to sit with and I need to cry really hard and I need to let it out Mm -hmm. and I need to just feel abandonment Mm -hmm. Um, and feel sad for the, the ending of a long, long relationship. And I don't want to, Mm -hmm. I know I need to. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I can feel it. I can feel the feelings when I'm here alone, bubble up towards the surface and I'll get teary thinking about them and I'll just kind of shove them back down. Mm -hmm. But eventually it's going to just boil all over everything. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be like a blubbering mess for two days or something. And then you create that. Like if you're not if you're not feeling that, you create that in other places of your life. So mm. then maybe that even comes up in your current relationship where something happens and you're like, oh, I tr- I feel triggered in this abandonment. When really it's you you were feeling that already, and then you created a with your energy, you created a a place to feel safe to feel those feelings. So being really, really mindful of um, where you're doing that. I feel, um, personally, I'm feeling scattered. Like, Mm -hmm. if you were to literally go to my car or to my house, you'd see, like, half my stuff scattered everywhere. Everything's a mess. Um, And I feel like that's definitely from where I'm not sitting here and asking for what it is exactly that I need because... I'm in this in this in between. So it's not necessarily an in between like between relationships. It's just an in between before the next in between. Yeah. Um 
and like the next cycle, whatever kind of cycle that that may be, maybe the, a death cycle, maybe is what it is, um, where things uh, birth. We we it's like the spring. We we plant seeds and things birth, and then the winter comes and they die. So maybe that's what I mean between uh, between cycles because we go through those naturally in our lives, mm-hmm. and so our like our skin cells do that. Every so often, our skin cells, they die, which is why it's really important that we take care of our skin and um, get regular facials because it helps those skin cells turn over. So that way, there's quicker time in the in-between, but we're still feeling them. We're still feeding it. We're still nourishing our bodies as we move through it. And so right now, I feel like I'm definitely avoiding that as well, um, avoiding asking for what it is that I want because I, I have burned it down so many times. My grandma even said to me one time, she's like, Taylor, you're eventually going to get tired starting over. And I'm like, okay, grandma, whatever. But she's right. As in, <laughs> I am exhausted in turning around, lighting the match and yep. burning shit down. I don't have to burn everything down and sell my couch and get rid of my three cups that I like. And I don't have to do that every time I want to start over. Ooh. Yeah. And so I feel like that's what's what's bubbling up um, to the surface for me is getting in, in integrity, moving with integrity. Because before, I'd not care. I'd burn it down. I'd move on to the next guy. Yeah, move on to the next guy that would hold space and let me sleep with him so that way I didn't have to feel any of my feelings and then like use him up until I get to like the next place that I'm going Mm -hmm. and that has definitely been my pattern and so now I'm getting to the point where I'm like okay moving with integrity what what does that even mean for me and so I'm like right now I need my own space I want my own space. I'd like to live alone. I have my daughter every other weekend and um, a couple days during the week. And I I need space for myself where all my stuff is, where I I can leave papers on the floor. And my I'm studying yoga right now. I'm going to my yoga teacher training. So I can have my books spread out. And I I can step away without the energy being interrupted. And um, that's really what I'm needing. So I'm like, okay, how do I do that with with integrity? I'm like, okay, what feels good for me is like if if my partner were to come to me and say, hey, I don't want to be here anymore in this container living. It doesn't work for me anymore. Um, cause we're still living together and, um, I'd be like, okay, well I need your half of the buy- lease buyout and half of this next month's rent and 30 days notice. That to me feels really good. So then I have to find what I want and find that place of integrity and sit down into it. So a couple weeks ago, we were um, I remember this. Yes, we were talking (laughs) about sitting down into our bodies. And that alignment is, um, you can even do it from a chair. It's where you shift and your hips. And um, we're going to call it, can I say it, the the pussy portal? We're going to put this. Oh, sure. uh, I I was like, I don't know if I can say stuff like that, but we're saying it. Um, But you align your pussy portal up to the ground you adjust your hips and allow like as you do that and sit down into your body um tucking your sacrum in and your belly button to your spine it aligns the rest of your body and gives you a place to sit down into because then you're going to connect to your portal you're going to connect to the base of your sacrum that's like tucked and um your core is holding you together so it's holding that safe place holding that structure creating the masculine for your feminine being to sit down into. 
And from that place is where you create. That's where you call in your energy. It's where you hold yourself when you need to feel held. And um, like that place that you can create from. Mm -hmm. And so this morning I was having that back and forth of like, dude, I'm ready for my own space. I'm ready for my own room. I'm ready to be able to create. Like what I did was I, in our downstairs bathroom, I created like an altar and I have a couple shelves with my things in it. And then I have like this really pretty uh, tapestry that I would put over the toilet and create a small altar and it'd turn it into a completely different space. Mm -hmm. And then my partner goes in there like shit's in there. And I'm like, I'm grateful that you're releasing. Go you. Um, it's always good to be releasing. And that's my sacred place. Like, <laughs> I set up this safe space and you go in there and shit in it. If this is not a testament to our entire relationship of how I've created the container mm-hmm. and you've gone in there and released and how our roles are backwards, how I go in and control everything and try to be the masculine and set the container so that way I feel safe, you feel safe, and you can release. Like... <laughs> I'm not okay with this anymore. Mm. Um, and really allowing myself to be in that space. And that's where I call it all back into. So right now I'm feeling scattered because I'm afraid of what it feels like, how good it's going to feel like to have all of my, my physical things and all of my energy in one place. Yeah. I'm dreaming about yeah. that too. Cause I'm also feeling um, scattered and my energy is, at the boyfriend's house Mm -hmm. and now with the kids at the ballpark and then my own house and like there's all these things that I'm juggling and I want to wrangle them all into one spot Mm -hmm. because my energy is feeling all over the place one thing I keep thinking of as we've been talking through this is renegotiating our relationships Mm -hmm. and you and I spent a lot of months (laughs) on this particular topic that I think got us to the separation and divorce phase and it's interesting how you said, I'll no longer be in contract with the government. Mm-hmm. So I had a conversation with my boyfriend a few weeks ago about marriage. Like, how do you feel about it? Like, do you see that in your future? What do you see for yourself? And he instantly goes, I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe in contracts with the government. Like, if I want to be with a person and she wants to be with me, it it should be like a sacred agreement between the two of us. And if anyone wants to leave at any point, then they can't like, there's no binding and controlling and forcing and signing and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious for you as you future vision your life. And only because I also have a few friends in the Mm -hmm. same exact mindset right now. Can you imagine a world without marriages and what does like, what does sacred union look like between two people? Mm -hmm. So in my experience, um, marriage is um, a sale. It's a business agreement. Like I took his last name and he gets ownership. Even now, he acts as if my time is his time. Like I say, hey, let's make, um, if you want to hang out this weekend, let's make plans. And he's like, okay. And he just assumes that we're going to talk about it on Friday and that my my time is just going to be sold and it's it's his my time my body my being and in my experience that has been marriage you sign that contract yeah. and as a woman you are sold over like people used to give gifts like to the other family like you're marrying my daughter here's this the dowry chicken. like yeah yeah and so um that's really how it fe- it feels that like that to me um, and it's not two sovereign 
individual beings entering into a mutually beneficial agreement, Mm -hmm. it is you as a woman, for me, I feel like it's me as a woman giving up everything that I came into the relationship with to now be one with this other being instead of being my own individual being inside the same container. It just grosses me out. Um, and um, I'm magical enough that if I really wanted to bound somebody for, to me forever, I could. And we don't need the government to validate any of that. Uh, God, source, the universe will validate that for me. Um, so in the future, I, I don't see myself like um, getting married to the extent of doing the whole government contract thing. Yeah. Um, I totally see, I foresee a hand fasting, um, like a hippie ceremony like that. Um, definitely a hand fasting um, because that's what my partner and I did this time around. And it was important to him to be legally married. And um, so we, we did that. And it was important to, because I feel like we were acting out all of the shoulds and the should nots mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make it through the the house and the family and the, the being married and the baby and, and all of that to get to where we are now. And I'm like, I don't think I wanted all of that. Yeah, same. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I really didn't either. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, and he's like, so now we're getting separated, so I guess I'll just have her on Wednesdays and every other weekend, and um, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't come after me for child support. And I'm like, <laughs> I've already journaled about this. <laughs> That's not how this is going to go. already created a new structure, yeah. Anthony. <laughs> um, if you agree to it, of course, if you agree to it. But that was something that was in our, in our vows and our exchange. There was nothing that said, I'm going to do this forever. It was, I will keep these ties. This knot is tied until it no longer aligns. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That and was that part was, of your hand fasting? Yeah. And that was very intentional and very put in there because I don't do shit forever. Mm-hmm. I had a manager recently, not recently, it was a couple of years ago. She said, hey, be careful of the agreements and commitments that you make because you don't fulfill them. And I noticed this as a pattern within you. So I'm like, I can tell you whatever you want. Yeah, I'll totally do this for a year and blah, blah, blah. And then three months in, I'm like, I can't do this. I don't want to. Um, and that has been through everything. It's like my numbers are in threes. Anthony and I've been together for, you know, married three years now. Um, and I'm like, um, I think forever is a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't desire to continue interacting in this way. Yeah. Um, and now we get to create it and he's way more open. Now that I've let go of the control, he's way more open. He's like, what do you want? What do you want it to be? I'm like, oh, okay, I get to decide. And he's like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I want. What do you want? And then he tells me what he wants. And I'm like, oh, that feels really good and juicy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then we get to do things, like have really juicy sex together. And it's not obligated. Yeah. Our time and our bodies aren't obligated to go back to being my own person. Yes. Um, which is how I, how I foresee. So like in a world without that marriage, without that business agreement, mm-hmm. We're just individual beings choosing to come together when it aligns and choosing to not to when it no longer aligns or renegotiating what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I love that we have the power to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think we've been told our entire lives, here's the structure that has been built for us. Mm -hmm. Here's how we fit in that structure. Here's how you play. Here's your operating guidelines. Mm -hmm. Here's your rule book. Uh, Don't deviate. Yeah. Deviants go to jail. For real, right? <laughs> if you're not paying your taxes and you deviate from this in any way, you're going to get in trouble. 
or like you're the tags on your car if they're not current like you're gonna go to jail i don't i think that's really extreme and that's probably not true but yeah you're right so we're we're in this structure that is very fear-based mm-hmm. it takes a hot minute to uh, like release yourself from that mindset and then take a step back and realize i can I can separate from a partner in a really loving way. I Mm -hmm. can renegotiate what this relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. I can, um, I can change the way even that I parent. Mm -hmm. I can parent in a much different way than my parents did or my grandma did or my sister's Mm -hmm. friend does or whoever. And then you find this life of really true, beautiful, pure alignment Mm -hmm. where you are sensitive enough that every three years or whatever your cycle is, that you're aware enough to go, something doesn't feel right, and I need to get back in alignment. Mm-hmm. I do wonder um, if you could have stayed longer if Anthony would have chosen to show up differently. This isn't a podcast about him, no. but I'm just curious. Anthony, um, whoever, fill in the partner name, Like, do you think that you just outgrow people or you haven't necessarily found a partner that can grow with you? Um, I personally entered into the agreement out of integrity. Um, I wasn't in integrity when I made the decision. So up until probably this morning, um, I, <laughs> when I had this realization, um, I've been functioning out of like out of a place that wasn't in integrity. I've been too afraid to be like, you know what? No, that's not what I want. Um, this is this isn't how I desire to show up in a partnership. And honestly, when he and I got um, together, um, our chemistry is really good. We have really amazing sexual chemistry. And um, our connection, like our friendship, like I feel like when something happens, he's the first person I want to go tell. He's my best friend. He just doesn't um, emotionally, we just don't deeply connect as much as I personally need. Um, and that that's our only hang up. And I feel that if he, I feel like he's tried. He has definitely tried. And he then he's acting out of integrity because that doesn't feel good to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if if he were to magically show up and and do things the way that I feel like I want them done, um, I I don't know if that would change or be different. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I know that I entered into the container from a place that wasn't in integrity. I entered it from a place of he makes me feel safe. And he makes me feel secure, and that's that's been our um, our agreement that I will do all of the spiritual and emotional work for the both of us if you make us safe and comfortable and stable. And so um, that's what he did. And so I was going to school to be an esthetician, and I was tired of working twelve hour days, six seven days a week. And he was like, "Hey, I can pay our bills," and I'm like, "Okay." And that was kind of like our unspoken agreement that he would pay all the bills and I would um, basically grow the human experience, do what I was doing as an esthetician, getting licensed and everything like that. And then I get pregnant with our daughter, and which was very intentional, no surprise. Um, but things shifted very quickly before um, he, he quit his job when I was 36 weeks pregnant. I was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. And I'm like, baby. Your ideals in this are great. I totally believe that you should be home with her and taking care of her. Um, so that way I can go work and flow and do whatever. I totally am down. Um, but I'm 36. She's not even here yet. 
uh, you're, you're disrupting our agreement. And I feel like that's where everything shifted. Everything kind of started to kaleidoscope. Looking back, like hindsight, everything started to kaleidoscope from mm. there. Um, and shifting really quickly. And because now I'm like, bro, I don't have time to manipulate you and mold you into being an A. And he's like, I don't have the bandwidth to even try to be an A. And I'm like, oh, then we're, we're happier not doing this in the same house in the same container. Mm-hmm. And I've realized I'm also very non-monogamous. So I prefer multiple partners, whereas he prefers just one. And I don't want to control any of that. And we're back to German cake and, and vanilla. Yes. <laughs> um, and then receiving that. But I think yeah. that it's, it's about making the decisions from a place of integrity um, is really where that was. So if I could go back, I would change that decision of how we did everything. Um, I would put myself in more of a place of integrity and go from there. Um, and I feel like we tried to do that um, at one point. And then we just felt safer and more stable together. And we were supposed to bring Eliza into the world. So um, every, I feel like everything has conspired in our favor and exactly how it's supposed to. Um, but it's really that integrity piece. So like, what is it that you want? What do you want in your relationships? What do you want in your life? What is that little voice in the back of your head saying, oh, this is good, but it's not it. Mm-hmm. Like this cake is delicious but it's not like carnival cruise molten chocolate lava cake (laughs) (laughs) so if people are listening to this and they're like damn like you bitches had good partners and you just let them go because it wasn't chocolate lava cake you know I'm in a much more difficult situation I'm just speaking from Mm -hmm. you know maybe someone that's listening you know like my husband beats me or he's drunk half the time or I, I said forever, that means I have to stick this out forever. These are the cards, cards I was dealt. Like, what would you say to someone listening? And maybe those people aren't listening to my podcast. I don't know. Because <laughs> to me, this is next level stuff. This yeah. is refining our lives to like precision mm-hmm. to get us to the next space, to get us to the next space, to get us to mm-hmm. the next space, to constantly be in alignment means you're constantly tweaking your life and it's not always easy sometimes it is yeah sometimes it is Mm -hmm. and it can be I mean would you say this process with Anthony has been easy yes and no yeah um it has been easy in the fact of when I make a decision and I operate from integrity and I'm in alignment it's like everything unfolds Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh yeah this is easy um, but is the emotional work and feeling the feelings easy? No. Yeah. That part sucks. Same. That part hurts. And I did it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so that part, I feel like is even, it's, it's even worse because I did it to myself. I chose this. I created this. Every, everything that I'm experiencing, even this interaction right now, I journaled about it two months ago. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I was like, why hasn't this bitch put me on her podcast yet? And I'm just like journaling about it. And I'm like, oh, I think I just need to decide I want to do I haven't, I didn't decide, I didn't know I wanted to do it until I knew I wanted to do it. And then I sat down into that and I journaled and I journaled about how it would feel. And then I journaled about um, what, maybe what we would talk about or like how the experience would flow. 
And then I did the emotional work to get here. So um, a month and a half ago, two months ago, I was so wrapped up in like, oh, I'm a victim and um, this is this is hard and I don't get to have what I want. And now I'm in the place of, oh yeah, it's a decision. It's a decision. I always get to have what I want. I always get what I want. <laughs> and I love this stream of thought that you're putting out there right now. And I've really been trying to channel it for myself. <laughs> and it's really funny when people hear me and I'm like, I always get what I want. You always get what you want. And you kind of sound like a little child when mm -hmm. you're stamping your feet on the ground. You're like, I always get what I want. But it's true. And it's such an interesting energy that we're allowed to have what we want. Mm -hmm. Like really feel that you're allowed to have yes. what you want. And what if this can be easy? Like those are my new two, two new mantras. For a while, while I was dating uh, a lot of people and still married, <clears throat> Andrea, who is a co-owner in the human experience, my amazing massage therapist that I see every other week, she would say over me, not good, not bad, just is. Mm not good, not bad, just is over and over and over. And so when I'd sit in the hot tub and process the date that my husband went on the night before or how he was doing things to women that he wouldn't do to me or like the triggering things that felt really gross and bad and yucky. And I would just put like over and over, I, even in front of him, I'd be like, not good, not bad, just is like try to get back to a neutral space. Like I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm not sad. It just is. And sometimes I think when you feel that just getting back to a neutral position mm -hmm. and then once you get to the neutral position, then you can say, what if it could be easy? What if my life could be easy? What if I could just make decisions and things could come to me easily? Mm -hmm. Then you can step into this next energy that Taylor's giving you right here that is I get everything I want I always get everything I want right now my mantra is I always have more money than I expected oh, I like yeah. that um because everybody in their bullshit thinking about the gas prices are like oh gas has gone up and I'm like it doesn't even phase me I don't even look um because the more gas goes up the more money I make because I always get what I want and so today I'm going through the Starbucks line and um, I'm goofing off with Eliza, who is uh, my daughter, and she's putting, oh, excuse me, putting the sock in her mouth and I'm trying to keep socks on. I'm like, whatever, I'm done fighting you. Play with the sock. I don't care. And so we're just goofing off and um, I reach into my wallet and I thought I had like $13 in cash, but it was like $23 in cash. I'm uh -huh. like, oh, of course, because I always get what I want. I wanted lunch later and... I'm going to coffee right now. I always have more money than I was expecting. Yes. And so um, to you, you asked just a little bit ago to people who feel like their, their situations are more difficult or they may be feeling stuck. Um, your first step is to get safe, stable and secure that this may feel out of reach because this is coming from a place of being safe, stable and secure. Um, and she, uh, you mentioned uh, the nervous system earlier. And so you have to be in check with your nervous system. If you are constantly in survival, this podcast to you is then just um, a representation of what your life could be. When you are safe, stable, and secure, this is your next step. But your first step from that place is to do whatever it is you need to do. If that's working two jobs to figure it out, if that's going to a women's shelter, if that's asking for support, 
if that whatever that is, your main goal is to get safe, stable, and secure. So that way, from that place, you can move into integrity. You can move into alignment. You can sit down into your being because you are safe, stable, and secure, and you're creating that on the inside and the outside. So that way you can move and play on this level because this is this is a completely different game. So let's take kind of the culmination of everything that we've talked about and learned. Let's say someone listening is having a hard time with their nervous system like I was the last time you and I worked together and I was like, I just feel jittery inside. I feel nervous inside and there's no reason I should be feeling nervous, but it's that aloneness. It's that this, it's that, I don't know what my future looks like. It's whatever. And then you gave me the exercise. Mm-hmm. Could you walk us through how to calm your nervous system by sitting into your being? Yeah. Cause this is a really easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, and even as you were talking about it, I was like, Oh God, I don't remember the exercise. And I could feel myself starting to get worked up. And then you're like sitting down into it. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Um, because even even I forget, even in that moment of um possibly being caught off guard, that's like that's what came up. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna plant your feet on the ground, both feet on the ground, making sure they're uncrossed, um, feeling into the four points on your feet. So the balls of your feet, so the left and the right, and then the heels, both sides of the heels. Take a nice deep breath in, and as you breathe in, feel your body. Just become aware of it, and as you breathe out, you're going to tuck your belly button to your spine and tuck your sacrum which is like that spot right in between your hips you're going to tuck that forward just a little bit and you're going to feel creating it's going to create space in in between your lower back Um, you may even feel some pressure on the back of your bottom on the chair Um, you can um, engage your glutes if you feel like you need a little more stability Um, breathing in again creating some space in your body noticing where you're feeling tension and as you breathe out you're also creating space in your spine so your shoulders should be in alignment above your hips keeping your belly button tucked to your spine your jaw is going to be parallel to the floor relaxing the tension there making sure your ears are above your hips as well pulling your body into alignment And as you're bringing your attention back to your feet, this is really grounding in your body, creating a safe place that your body is safe. The reason why we do facials and we talk about all the things that we do and we channel all of this information is because it gives the body and the brain something, it distracts them. So it gives them something to do. So they get to relax and be supported. So this is kind of doing the same thing so you can receive what you need to receive. And then in your next inhale, you're going to take a deep breath in. As you breathe in, you're going to breathe all the way down to, it really is, to your sphincter, to that place right in between your anus and what other parts you have, um, female or male. And you're going to breathe into that spot right there. That's where you sit down. Calling all parts of your being in. Maybe the parts of you that are making your grocery list or the parts of you that are afraid to feel comfortable and safe, the parts of you that don't know how, and bring them into this space. Back down, invite them into your body. From this space, surrendering all that no longer serves you, cutting all cords. And as you listen to this podcast, you're also receiving this transmission that as you practice this, 
your angels, your guides, we're calling forth your ancestors, your angels, your guides. They're all here with you, cutting those cords and creating this space for you to be, creating a circle around you of that safety and security. So that way you can feel even more comfortable taking nice, slow, deep breaths in all the way in, holding at the top of the breath. For maybe seven seconds, go longer if you want, shorter if you need, and then breathing all the way out, really truly connecting yourself and your being to the earth, knowing that you are truly supported. And then from this space, you can release your glutes, keeping your sacrum tucked and your belly button to your spine and create from this space what it is that you want. What feeling are you looking for? What do you want to experience? Whether it be in the next year, in the next five minutes, uh, for your next adventure, what do you want it to feel like? And feel all of that right now. Breathe it all in. And as you breathe out, you're pushing that energy down through your pussy portal. Everyone has one, masculine or feminine. We all have it. It's uh, We all have that portal. And so you're going to push that energy down into the ground as if you're planting a seed. Trusting that the earth is going to receive the water that it needs and it has the nutrients it needs and everything is going to unfold for you just as it should. You can stay in this space as long as you desire um, for as much as you want. Um, and then whenever you're ready, you can take a nice deep breath, release your belly button. You can keep your sacrum tucked if you desire. It helps hold you in um, supported posture. You need to just move in your body to get comfortable. And before you open your eyes, if they were closed, you can um, thank your guides, ancestors, angels, everyone who is here in your highest good um, supporting you and holding space with you. Clearing out what no longer serves you. Mm, thank you. Mm, that was yummy. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Well, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this really random podcast. <laughs> we had no idea what was going to come up, but um, I think it was really good. Yeah. I feel like we're going to help some people. I agree. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, Intros. We mentioned intros earlier. Uh -huh. um, my name is Taylor. I'm a licensed esthetician. I run, um, I am a co-owner of the human experience. And this is what I do. When people get on my table, we nurture the skin and we distract the brain and the body as we channel messages that you need to receive. My niche is working with the inner child, supporting the inner child. And then from that place of um, stability and security and safety, we can then move into the bigger things, mm -hmm. as in... Um, once our inner child is safe, stable, and secure, we can then move into, Mama, what are you birthing in your life? Yeah. Um, and that, that energy is for masculine beings and feminine beings. Um, so it's not just those who have, like, the, quote, like, right parts. It's, it's really for anyone who needs that support because they're here to create what they want in their lives. Yep. Yeah. And you have a skin subscription. I do have a skin subscription. So... 
It's a monthly ordeal where I send out samples from Eminence, and um, Eminence is what I call our plant medicine, all natural, all organic, based out of Hungary, super high standards, um, and it is yummy, and I send it out, and you can use the medicine however you desire. Obviously, use it on your skin, your face, um, but you create your own ceremony and sacred ritual around taking care of the individual cells in your skin because our skin is the masculine container that holds all of us in. So when we go in and we care for our skin, we're caring for the masculine, which allows the structure to continue holding us, which allows the feminine to submit. And they're like submitting to each other mm. um, and really caring and showing up for ourselves. So that way we can be in balance, in integrity, in alignment. Yes. Um, so yeah, if you want more of that... We'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, that totally works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what my URL is. No, we'll just we'll just put a, a link in the show notes that you guys can check out Taylor's skin subscription. If you're local, I highly recommend that you get a facial from this amazing woman. It's way more than a facial. It literally changes my life, ups my business. I'm sure I've made millions over the last few years of just stuff that's dropped in during yes. our sessions that has moved me into the new place that I need to be in in my business. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I honor you. I love you. I'm so glad that you are on our podcast today. Thank you for having me.